0: Hello and welcome to Tomlin's Harmonica Podcast. This is the place to be for a variety of harmonica-related content, including interviews, lessons, and discussions about all aspects of harmonica playing. This podcast is brought to you by the Tomlin Harmonica School, where I provide a step-by-step curriculum for beginners to advanced intermediate players, as well as personalized feedback and all the resources you need to get better at Blues Harmonica. To find out more, go to TomlinHarmonicaSchool.com. This week's podcast is part of a series where I'll be interviewing beginners rather than pros. Today's guest is Steve, who got the push he needed to start learning when COVID lockdown started. Okay, so Steve, will you tell us a little bit about where you're from and what you do when you're not playing harmonica?
1: Yes, uh, I uh, I live uh, outside of Detroit, Michigan in uh, the good old US, um, born and raised a uh, Detroiter. Um, I am uh, in advertising sales. I've been in the advertising business pretty much my, my entire career. And it's more on the, uh, internet, uh, digital side. Um, yeah.
0: Very cool. And, uh, uh, did you come from a, from a musical family? Did you, did you play anything before you started playing harmonica? So, um,
1: not really a musical family per se um, my dad my, took up the guitar when he was probably in his 40s and I attempted to play the guitar when I was like in second grade which was I would have been about seven years old and my fingers weren't big enough and I just to play and I just got frustrated and I and I and I quit my uh I have uh, four adult children one of my uh one of my son's Plays piano. His my uh, his mom um, is uh, is musically inclined, and so most of our kids took piano lessons. And he's actually still playing. So, um, but that's pretty much the extent of it for me. Um, it's just uh, i I I love music, but I've never been able to play. Um, but yeah,
0: that's fair. And so what 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 led you to to harmonica, um, and and how long have you been playing?
1: So. I've always just, I've always just loved the harmonica. Like, I just think, I just just love the sound. I just, I love the idea that it's the, the portability of it, that you can have it in your pocket and you can just start playing wherever and whenever you want. So I'd, um, I'd always, uh, I'd always, You know, there was like a romantic aspect to it, I guess, especially being, as I was telling you earlier, like I'm a big movie buff. And I think about movies where, you know, I I jokingly would say, like, if I ever go to prison, I want to you know, be able to play, uh, you know, play in the blues in prison. (laughs) And and uh, but kidding aside, it's just uh, it's just something I always uh, thought would be cool to learn. And I just never, you know, it was one of those things I said, I'm someday, someday. And then uh, come March, when uh, the quarantine happened and the lockdown, and I've heard some of your other people say the same thing, uh, as I decided I'm I'm not going to just spend my time, you know, watching, you know, binge watching TV. That I want to do something to improve myself. So um, in mid March, around which was around the time of my birthday, I bought myself. I went on Amazon and I bought a harmonica and a harmonica for dummies book and a song book and i started playing at least tried to (laughs) it's pretty much pretty much it
0: that's very cool and and yeah it is it is such a, a a common story at the moment i'm hearing loads of people actually decided to pull the trigger on something they'd been maybe putting off for quite a while uh because of covid and uh, i think that's brilliant um i i actually started um uh, t- doing chess lessons that was my uh weird thing to do during lockdown and uh been been playing chess a, a lot more seriously so that was uh that was fun i
1: think that's i think it's great and i've I've, you know I, know, I know a number of people who have taken on new hobbies or whatever, and I and I feel like the people who haven't are really missing out on a on an opportunity to, you know, do for something good to come out of something that is not good yeah. kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, although I I, I there, I've got this image of all of these people who. Decided to start learning musical instruments. Who were then suddenly locked down uh, into confined spaces with uh, <laughs> significant others and families and and friends and whatnot, and, and what that does to to relationships. Um, how? how oh, you, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Did you have my... any fun with that?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was actually it was funny. I was thinking about this as I was like going through my thoughts before we were talking. Is my, so my adult son and his girlfriend uh, came back from Chicago and i at the time was living in a pretty small house and they were living with me and uh, so it be, kind of became an ongoing thing where you know <laughs> i'm playing the harmonica and and uh, they you know they they were great and patient with me i mean they were staying in my home but uh, it's uh it's. It was. It was. I think. I think. I definitely got in their Got in their nerves at times. Or they'd be on a call and they'd hear me playing because there was a time where I was playing. You know, probably a couple hours a day, and uh, they say, "Dad, you know, stop playing. I got a call in like five minutes or something." So yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I think, yeah, lo- loads of stories like that at the moment. Um, it, it's interesting, you, you said playing a couple of hours a day. And I, I think that's something that, that people don't really realize, A, how, how rare it is to have that opportunity and B, the value. If you kind of look at any good musician, there, there has been at least one period in their lives where they've been able to dedicate kind of proper quantities of time uh to it uh so do you feel that you, you've managed to kind of get a jump start on on harmonica with this with this quarantine time
1: i think so i think so i definitely like i my way my job is is i literally i i just you know i stayed employed but i it there was I just there was not a lot that I could do. There was especially a period of probably you know four to six weeks where things just ground to a halt. And I did I dedicated quite a bit of time. I, I do feel like that gave me uh, a jump start. You know, it's it's good and bad because I, I I do know that I developed some some bad habits because I kind of just jumped into it. But um, but yeah, it was just just taking that time just to try to. Yeah, it. I, I. No, no question. Because it'll probably the last since summer came along, um, I'm a big outdoor person. So I probably and it sounds like an excuse. I, just, I have probably haven't been practicing as much over the last couple months, and something I'm going to get back into as the weather turns here in uh, where I live. But uh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Joe, I think that's that's a perfectly valid excuse, and and I think it's it's more realistic if you if you work out how you can fit an instrument into your life long term, um, that that's that's got to be better than feeling that if you're not playing two hours, three hours, four hours every single day, then you shouldn't bother doing it at all. Because that's that's the other extreme. There are people who think that that's what you have to do. But if you, hopefully, this is something that you're going to keep doing for the rest of your life, so it's got to find its space within your 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 life and your you know the different seasons, and we all have different things that we do at different times of the year. So I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's it just makes it more relaxed and natural, and you're more likely to stick at it if you allow that to happen. Absolutely. Um, so I'm I, I'm always interested. Uh, When I talk to people who have the kind of early stages of learning, kind of very fresh in their minds, uh, what what the biggest struggle so far has been?
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, a couple things, but one in particular. And I was playing, just playing this morning before I joined you. Is just um, is I have a tendency. It's uh, it's just actually one of the the physical aspects of just of the. Of blowing is that I have a tendency to like turn the harmonica as I play longer, kind of tilt it down. And okay. As I do that, um, I, it makes it makes it harder for me to hit the notes, or I don't hit the note at all. Mm-hmm. So that's been. I know it sounds kind of goofy, but it's just it's just one of those technical things. And I'm a perfectionist too, so I, I really have been hyper focused on trying to learn and execute clean clear Mm -hmm. notes um so uh, that's been a little bit of a struggle and then just the other thing is um is breath and breathing like just maintaining like a consistent breath i um i just i get so there's so many things going on like you're trying to hit the note and all these things and then you like oh my gosh i got i have to breathe
0: yeah (laughs) it sounds
1: like uh and i i remember seeing one of your podcasts about about that and and it's something i i've been taking and we can get into that in a minute because it kind of segues into to what i've been doing with harmonica has been taking singing and voice lessons um and i actually used her i've used harmonica one of the as I was taking voice lessons, because I always wanted to learn how to sing. And I'm older now, and I'm like, all right, well, might as well try. So that was pre, pre-quarantine. But my point with that is, like, the, the harmonica was a, an opportunity for me to just when I was talking to my, my voice instructor about uh, just, I felt like I needed some sort of musical influence in my, in my life. So this has kind of helped me with that. So like the breathing that's that's my point with the breathing part of it. It's just, that's an ongoing thing for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so that's, that's been a little bit of a challenge, especially if it's a longer song and there's not as many, there's a lot of, Draws and then you're not you don't even have the opportunity to, to breathe out you know so then you're like gasping for air yeah. but uh, yeah
0: yeah I mean everyone listening either is struggling with that currently or has struggled with it in the past um, I think the the big thing to remember is that you you have a life lifetime of breathing habits. Um, so that, that's that's what you're trying to to rewire. And that doesn't mean that it's impossible to rewire, but it, it just means that you need a little bit of patience and and focus. You know, that, that, that focus of I'm going to have to think consciously about something that I haven't thought consciously about for my entire life. Um, and you can re-educate your breathing. Um, I think what a lot of people struggle with, it's, it's not the sexiest part of learning the instrument, you know, you, you want to kind of get wailing on the, the four-hole drawer and and, and play some, some super cool solos. And then when right. the teacher says, okay, now put your harmonica down and we're going to focus on the diaphragm, it, it's not so much fun. Um, but the, the upside is that you only have to do that for so long and then it becomes a habit and you don't have to think about it ever again. Right. Which, which yep. is very cool. Um, did you have any any kind of worries you know, coming coming to to learning an instrument uh, as an adult.
1: Yeah, I think it's just more, just like my, really my lack of musical knowledge and background, and uh, so that was a little bit of a c- concern, and just, just it's just sort of the unknown. But I, I found in my life sometimes where, sometimes you just gotta start doing something in order to you know, to, in order to know whether you can or can't do something. And that's where I was like, can I actually do this? I mean, like, can I isolate these these holes? Like, I mean, I've all you know, I've played harmonica, just blown into harmonica, but like actually the physical aspect of doing that. So that was not so much a worry, but it was just like a, sort of a question mark that I, I had before I, I jumped into it.
0: Yeah, oh, I, I totally feel that. I, um, I started learning to play piano uh, at the end of last year. And I, I harmed oh. and hard so much before because I, I play harmonica and I play guitar, both to a reasonably good standard. And so I, I know how, how much work it takes to get pretty good at something. And the the idea that I have to start from ground zero and, and build up again, is quite was quite daunting. Um, and you know, now I've been playing for nearly a year and I sound like someone who's only been playing for nearly a year, but, but I'm glad, I'm glad that I'm doing it. And I know that in four or five years time, I'll hopefully have enough to be able to do what I want to do with it. But, uh, it is, it is daunting starting something new like this. It's big, definitely. Um, okay. So, um, what, what, what's been your biggest accomplishment, uh, in, in learning harmonica?
1: I guess uh, I've I have like there's been a maybe a couple small you know small maybe like a little bit bigger victory if you will the small one was just um, a song that I had been you know trying to learn and teach myself there was a there was a a little a tricky little move from the five to the three and then there was like some movement back and forth and it took me a really long time to to get it. Um, down. And when I did that, it's actually over, it's, it's somewhere over the rainbow. There's a section in that. I don't know if you listened to the, the little clip I sent in my email to you. But, and then the other one was last summer we were camping and um, I just started playing uh, Amazing Grace, which was the first song I learned or taught myself and I played a little short section of it and I hear this voice from the next campsite say, Wow, that was really beautiful. I I've never heard anybody play the harmonica in person before. That was really, really nice. And I was like, wow, you know, that's that's pretty that's pretty cool. It made me feel <laughs> it made me feel really good. So
0: uh, um, yeah That's awesome. I, I like I like that kind of one one of the elements of, of kind of big accomplishments is is very technical. And kind of you know moving around the instrument, and, and the other one is is that kind of performance and musicality. Uh, so you've kind of got both both sides covered, which is uh, which is brilliant. Um, so you've, you've been playing for for a little while now. Um, probably what is it like six months since March? Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So do you, do you have some kind of firm goals in mind for, for, for where you want to go with the instrument?
1: yeah i mean a few i mean one is i just i would i would like to have like maybe you know i would i still don't have like one song that i know from beginning to end that i can just pick up and and play uh without the the music i eventually i'd like to have like a repertoire of of multiple songs that I can do that too, especially if we're camping or wherever I can, I can play. The other thing is, is I, I, I do know, like I've kind of hit, um, I've kind of hit a plateau. I know I have, and I need to, and I, I really do want to start, um, doing more. I haven't really done a lot in the blues area. I did buy a book that has some licks in it and Mm -hmm. had some, uh, like some sound, sound clips with it. So I want to, I want to just elevate my uh, my plane and i am going to do that through um my voice teacher's doing a music theory class with some other people so i i really do need to be, i can see like with blues it's it'll help me to be able to read the music and understand and use a metronome and those kinds of things mm-hmm. so that's i just want to take it kind of next level and that's kind of my 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 short term goal my long term goal is just to be able to you know be able to have a bunch of songs that i can pull out and play and and, uh, you know, again, like the portability of it mm-hmm. and being able to play wherever and whenever you want, as long as <laughs> the people around you don't mind it, you know?
0: Yeah, that's very cool. And uh, do you think you'll look at, at kind of doing the, the singing and harmonica at the same time, maybe being a, a band leader? Is that a, a goal for the future? I don't know, but possibly.
1: I mean, like, so my, uh, my voice teacher, she has, uh, well, she used to have um, uh, recitals and now they're all virtual so i actually been working with her on uh, the beatles song let it be singing it so i have this this idea where i could do sort of a a mix up uh, or a a mix of like i play the harmonica and then sing so uh again not necessarily in a band but maybe at a recital someday uh you know that's uh, a band would be way 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 down the road right now i mean really my focus right now is this. my own personal enjoyment Mm -hmm. of it and just as opposed to like performing for for people i mean that would be great i i do theater and things like that so i i am used to getting in front of people but like musically i'm not sure (laughs) we'll see about that way down the road potentially
0: very cool well it's it's definitely scary even if you're kind of used to performing um i remember i i uh, I started out as a guitarist and the guitar is great because it's a, it's quite a big instrument and it's definitely a shield between you and the audience. And then I was a guitarist and singer. And I still had the guitar to protect me, so it was fine. And then when I was just singing and playing harmonica, the, the harmonica, there's nothing to stand behind, so you don't feel particularly safe from the audience. And, and that was actually pretty terrifying the, the first few times I did it. Uh, but yeah, you, you get I, I can to totally see that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a bit serious now and uh, dive into uh, what your practice routine is looking like.
1: So I, yeah, that's, uh and again, like, like I said, I've you look nervous now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I, I will fully admit is like, I, my routine is very, very unstructured and it, and I, and then listening to one of the, I think it was Paula, she, she had this, she was, she had a really structured routine. I'm thinking, boy, I, <laughs> I'm pretty lame because I just, I just, I don't have a structure. But when I do, so the way, especially when I was playing a lot, what I would typically do was, and I do do this quite a bit, sometimes even, I shouldn't say this when I'm, when I'm driving, because I can drive with one hand, just play you know work on the scales and just literally going back and forth back and forth a few times just to just get comfortable with with the notes and then i have this song book and i'll just go for me the, the way i felt like it's been fun like again i want to have fun with this and not make this work um just pulling out a one of my my song books and like just working on working on a whatever the song may be and just spending time with that and just trying to master like a section and, or I'll jump around. And I may, may not just be one song. I may jump around, but for me, that was like how I've been kind of teaching myself. It's probably not the, the right way to do it, but it's like, that's been kind of my routine. Cause I enjoy just, being able to, because I have never really been able to play an instrument before, mm-hmm. and be able to like, wow, I'm I'm playing this song, and it's kind of nice. That's kind of, and it's just, it, it, So it it it's that's pretty much it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: would you uh, the, a, a good practice routine is is very helpful. But what what I will say is that there's this kind of amazing period at the beginning of learning an instrument where it's just all so exciting and and fun that you just want to do the deep dive and, and you're not maybe thinking about being rigid and structured, you just want to immerse yourself in in everything that you you want to in the instrument and everything that takes your fancy, and I think there's actually a lot of value in that because that that gives you a lot of the uh, language that, that you need to know and and it just it gets you thinking a certain way. It's a little bit like going and spending six months in a foreign country to to kickstart your language learning. Um, there's there's a huge amount of value in that. I think. You, you will get to a stage where you'll know that you're not going to improve anymore until you really sit down and work out what you need to be working on and how to structure that and be quite disciplined. Um, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't stress out about it too much just yet. Um, you're, you're still in the really nice phase of just getting to know the instrument.
1: Yeah, no, I I think your point about it, um, immersion and, and you know, immersing myself in it. And that's kind of what I'm what I'm doing. And I do feel like I am at that point or close to that point where I do need to, you know, just introduce more structure and then just think about like lessons. And because I I do want to get better. I want to be able to, Mm -hmm. you know, do some of the more, you know, more involved like blues stuff. And as opposed to just playing pop songs from my from my uh, from my, you know my youth or
0: whatever uh, that's that's fair well it, when when you feel like you're ready for that kind of thing then i suggest trying to find a, a teacher that you really resonate with who can kind of really guide you and and come up with a plan of action for what you're specifically looking to achieve uh i think i think that's quite important and uh it's kind of the the classic thing when when people get into a a new hobby they they generally spend more money on equipment than they do on on education and actually the the best money to spend is on the education um that's a great point but you know you you live in in the golden age of uh, access to great players and great teachers and there are so many amazing players that, that teach on online and over Skype and zoom and, and whatever so you you won't have trouble finding finding people to work with
1: and and you're and you're one of them so uh, <laughs> probably will, well, <laughs> probably will at some point
0: cool so uh, what what tips do you have for someone who's picking up the harmonica today you know they, they are brand new um
1: gosh I, I guess I'd just say you know just just you know don't uh, don't overthink it too much. Um, just, you know, find, you know, do make it, I would just make, try to make it fun for yourself. Like I remember looking at this book, this, uh, harmonica for dummies. And there's all this that in early section was about music theory and all this other stuff. And it's like, Oh my gosh, this is like, this, this looks, I am I'm impatient. So I just jumped into it. So I would just say, you know, that have, have fun with it. I mean, one of the, one of the, videos that you posted was about um relaxation and i i do have a tendency to be real sort of like tight when i do things like i'm just sort of a kind of an intense person so just relax and have fun with it and just kind of just enjoy the journey and i'm it is i do totally look at it as a journey and not try to uh compare myself to other people i don't have a lot to compare to i i really have no idea about like where where i how I compare. And again, it's not a contest, but, uh, um, but yeah, that, that would be, I guess my, my advice to anybody starting out new and just really get the other thing is just, just spend a lot of time. Just, you know, maybe some people pick it up right away with the, the isolation of the different notes or the holes that spend a lot of time just getting that, that technical part down. That's been helpful to me.
0: hmm very Hopefully cool. that helps. No, that, that that's great advice. Um, it's quite funny you, you're saying, you know, spending time working on isolating the notes. Most people struggle with it, but uh, I used to teach group classes of complete beginners. And you kind of get, get lesson one and you'd have eight people sitting in the room with you and everyone was struggling with getting a clean single note. And then one person would just play it, uh, you know, first time they touched a harmonica and they wouldn't understand what the big deal was. And it's, it's so frustrating because you can't tell someone that something's difficult if they just get it, uh, but, but they're, they're definitely in the minority. Um, so uh, I would love to know if uh, you've discovered any great players that, that you'd like to, to share with, with the audience.
1: I wouldn't say it's, it's not so much, um, specific great players. It's just like, I just, um, I mean, I, the thing is, is I, I mean, I, I know a lot of people said like Bob Dylan, but I, I just think about him and just any, a lot of the, like the folk songs from my, from my youth. I mean, that's, was been, that's kind of what were my interest and love for the, the, the harmonica kind of, um, you know, inspired me or made me interested in, in the instrument, but not yet in terms of a specific person yet, mm-hmm. but I I probably, you know, will in, in time.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I, I think that that's great to hear for people because... Um, There's so much scholarship around everything now. The the internet has increased scholarship for everyone in whatever topic they're interested in. Um, And I think a lot of people maybe get quite daunted by how much knowledge um, people have even as kind of beginners. So it's nice to hear that, you know, you've not kind of got got this record collection of uh really esoteric blues harmonica players from the 1930s that you can kind of you know reel off a hundred different names that uh you know you really know you know all, all these kind of important people along the way you've got all of that ahead of you and that's great and that is part of the the learning process is is also listening and and discovering. Um, you know, the, the greats, the little Walters, the big Walter, Horton, Sonny Boy Williamson, first and second. Uh, those are some good places to start um, and then just carry on and, and find what you discover from starting, starting there. Um, so before we uh, we call it a day, um, I'm mindful of taking up too much of your time. I really appreciate you, you spending some time with me today. Uh, but do, do you have any uh, questions for me?
1: um yeah the uh, the the one question I have is like as I've um been playing you know i've have, I have a Hohner twenty uh c harmonica, which um I think is I bred was a great you know great mm-hmm. you know one to learn on at 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 what point um do you thinking about introducing like another harmonica into you know buying like another harmonica and playing like a a g or an f and or is that more something you think about down the road when you get really good like what's the i
0: I, I don't think i wondered about that (laughs) i don't think there's a hard fast rule to be honest um if you want to start experimenting with other keys i think that's great uh be aware that, that they do all respond slightly differently. Um, that That's an important thing to, to kind of have in your mind. So the lower pitched harmonicas, so things below C, so that'll be G, A, B flat, and, and obviously there are in-between keys, but, but we'll take those as kind of the standard ones. They, they're lower in pitch and they're slightly slower to respond. Uh, they have a, a different feel when you try and do bends um so that that's kind of an interesting thing to get used to in your mouth and then as you go up from the C harmonica to D uh F those are kind of your 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 standard there are other keys in between but that's where most people will go, they're a lot higher, they, they use a lot less air, so they play a lot faster. Um, but you'll find that you need kind of slightly more tension for, for certain notes than you would on the lower keys. Um, so it, it's kind of like uh, jumping between a variety of different cars with slightly different feeling clutches, and it, it will make you a better driver. Uh, long term, but but you you do need to be aware of the differences and and really think about them. In terms of different brand of harmonica and, and different model, because you know you're you're playing a, a plastic combed harmonica, which uh, a lot of people really love. The other kind of most common alternative is the the sandwich style harmonica, uh, which is like the Hohner Marine Band, which has a wooden comb or, or something like wood. Um, and you, you don't have the, the kind of recessed cover plates. So that's a... I'm, I'm showing a I'm showing Steve a, yeah. a Hona of one screen. Other people won't see this, but you don't have the recessed plates that you'd have on uh, the Special 20. And that feels different in your mouth. And I'd say it's, it's worth trying one of those at some point. You've been playing for six months. You're probably okay to try one of those and see what, what you like. Personally... In my mouth, I don't really like how a special twenty feels, but I love how the Marine Band feels. So that that's kind of where I uh, prefer to be. But that's not a rule. It's not a you know you hit a certain level on the instrument and you switch to that style of harmonica. There are plenty of people on both sides. It's just got to be what, what works for you.
1: You still just have to maybe experiment a little bit. But that's yeah. that's great. That's great. Yeah, I, I've, I've i uh, no, I, I appreciate that uh, that feedback.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for spending some time with me today. This has been, uh, this has been great. And uh, I look forward to, to hearing how you get on over the next few months and years. And uh, I do want to see you fronting a band. I, I think you'd be, you'd be really cool up on stage. Uh, you'd uh, you get properly into it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, uh, Tom, for having me. It's been, it's been uh, been a lot of fun talking and hopefully the, people are listening, uh, especially the beginners got, got something out of uh, my uh, my journey and what, what I've gone through. So thanks again.
0: Well, most definitely. All right. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your day. All,
1: right. All right. Thank you.
0: Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of My Harmonica Podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your podcast service of choice. And if you're ready to take your harmonica playing to the next level, then you should check out my online harmonica school over at tomlinharmonicaschool.com. Happy harping!